Welcome to the end of being alone inside your mind You're tethered to another and you're worried all the time You always knew the melody but you never heard it rhyme She is fair and she is quiet, Lord, she doesn't look like me She made me love the morning She's a holiday at sea The New York streets are as busy as they always used to be But I am the mother of Evangeline The first things that she took from me were selfishness and sleep She broke a thousand heirlooms I was never meant to keep she filled my life with color, canceled plans, and trashed my car. But none of that was ever who we are. Outside of my windows are the mountains and the snow. I hold you while you're sleeping, and I wish that I could go. All my rowdy friends are out accomplishing their dreams. But I am the mother of Evangeline They still got their morning paper And their coffee and their time And they still enjoy their evenings With the skeptics and the wine Oh, but all the wonders I have seen I will see a second time From inside the ages through your eyes you were not an accident where no one thought it through. The world that stood against us made us mean to fight for you. And when we chose your name, we knew you'd fight the power too. You're nothing short of magical and beautiful to me. I'll never hit the big time without you. So they can keep their treasures and their ties to the machine Cause I am the mother of Evangeline They can keep their treasures and their ties to the machine But I am the mother of Evangeline come together today in praise and thanksgiving for the gift of life itself. Someone gave birth to us and some of us have given birth. All of us have been mothered in our time and all of us have mothered, cared for, held and nurtured others, offered guidance and support. So let our time together today be one of recognition. We are on diverse journeys and arrived from so many places with joy and delight, wistfulness and longing and worry, 
with unmet needs and unfulfilled dreams, loss and sorrow, loss and emptiness, loss and regret. All that life is made of, mothers are made of too. So today on Mothering Sunday, we sing the songs of so many. Mothers who are single parents, foster parents, mothers who relinquish their young out of necessity, mothers who found their heart in adoption, mothers who left their children in a thousand ways, mothers who rejoice and mothers who mourn. We sing the songs of the grandmother, the auntie, the classroom teacher, the Sunday school teacher, the babysitter, the neighbour with endless treats and time. There is a kind of love we cannot live without. It's never too late, no matter our age or situation. We sing a song of gratitude for all the moments of being known, being cherished, being found. This morning, let us celebrate all of the many ways in which we have been so nurtured. These opening words by Mary J. Harrington, they welcome all of you who have joined us on Zoom this morning to take part in this Mothering Sunday service. Welcome to regular members of the congregation, to friends and visitors who might be with us today, also to anyone who might be listening in via the podcast or watching on our YouTube channel later on. For anyone who doesn't know me, my name's Jane Blackhall and I'm Ministry Coordinator with Kensington Unitarian. If anyone's here for the first time today, we're especially glad to have you here. Welcome. Hope you find something of what you need in our gathering. Please do hang around afterwards for a chat or get in touch some other way if you can. You might want to come along to one of our other small group gatherings during the week where you can get to know us a bit better. And for the regulars, thank you for all you do to welcome all those who come. We all play our part in co-creating this sense of beloved community. Feel free to do what you need to do to be comfortable this hour. It's lovely to see your faces, but you might want to keep your camera off and that's fine too. Uh, there will be opportunities to join in as we go along. They are invitations, not obligations. It's fine to sit those out. No one will judge. So this morning we're marking Mothering Sunday with this service titled Our Many Mothers. I know that Mother's Day is not an easy day for everyone. Many of us will have complicated feelings around mothers, mothering, motherhood. So be assured that we will be acknowledging that complexity in our service today. And this is a congregational service which will feature reflections from Marianne Harvey and Emily Ford and our meditation will be led by Janine Powell. And towards the end of the service, there will be an opportunity for anyone who wants to to name and honour a mother figure in your own life. If you'd like to hold up a photo or a memento of them, if you've got one to hand, that would be lovely. And if you can be ready to share just one sentence about them, that would be lovely. But before we go any further, I'm going to do what we always do, and that's light our chalice. This is a simple ritual that connects us with Unitarians and Unitarian Universalists the world over, and which reminds us of the proudly progressive and historic religious tradition of which this gathering is part. We kindle this flame with love for mothers and foremothers, past, present and future. We kindle this flame in celebration of community as it is expressed and nurtured across the generations. And we kindle this flame with respect and reverence for the greater circle of life of which we are all part. Mm -hmm. 
Let's take all those joys and concerns spoken and unspoken into a time of prayer and reflection now. Uh, this prayer is based on words by Victoria Weinstein. You might want to shift your position to get comfortable. You might want to close your eyes or soften your gaze. Perhaps there's a posture that will make you feel more prayerful. Whatever works for you, whatever helps you get into the right state of body and mind. For us to be fully present with each other, with ourselves, and with that which is within and beyond us. Spirit of life, God of all love, in whom we live and move and have our being. As we turn our attention to the depths of this life, the cosmic mystery and wisdom that abides in all that is, we tune in to your holy presence, the light within and without. Be with us now as we allow ourselves to drop into the silence and the stillness at the very centre of our being. We reflect in thanksgiving this day for all those whose lives have nurtured ours. The life-giving ones who heal with their presence, who listen in sympathy, who give wise advice, but only when they're asked for it. We're grateful for all those who have mothered us, who've held us gently in times of sorrow, who've celebrated with us our triumphs, no matter how small, who noticed when we changed and grew, who praised us for taking risks and took genuine pride in our success, and who just expressed genuine compassion on those times when we did not succeed. On this day that honours mothers, let us honour all of those women, men, or people of every gender, those souls who from somewhere in their being have freely and wholeheartedly given life and sustenance and vision to us. Mother, father of us all, grant us life-giving ways strength for birthing and a nurturing spirit that we may take attentive care of this world of our communities and of all those precious beings entrusted to us by biology or destiny by friendship fellowship or fate and in a few moments of shared stillness now let us extend that nurturing spirit outward in ever-growing circles of concern as we hold in our heart all those people and situations that weigh heavy on our souls these days whether they're in distant lands or closer to home And let us take a moment to direct that nurturing spirit inward too, for each of us carries our own burdens. So let us hold ourselves in self-compassion as we each ask for what we most need this day.
and let us remember all that there is to be grateful in this world. All that there is to be grateful for in our lives, despite everything. Let us give thanks for those blessings, be they large or small. Those blessings that lift us up and gladden our hearts. Spirit of life, God of all love, as this time of prayer comes to a close, we offer up our joys and our concerns, our hopes and our fears, our beauty and our brokenness, and we call on you for insight, healing and renewal. As we look forward to the coming week, help us to live well each day and be our best selves, using our unique gifts in the service of love, justice and peace. Amen. Time for us to sing. Our first hymn is Here We Have Gathered. It's an old favourite. The words will be up on screen so you can sing along or you might just want to listen. Either way, we will do our best to make sure you're all kept safely muted.
A reading today is by the EU Minister Vanessa Rush Southern and it's called My Many Mothers. I have many mothers. There is the mother who gave birth to me and who calls me twice a week to see how I'm doing. This mother stands six feet tall with auburn hair. Her rounded hips carried me through this world when my own legs were too short to keep up. Looking at this woman is like seeing my own body telescoped through time. There's no ambiguity about how I will look in 30 years from now. Her body gracefully leads the way. The older I get, the more like her I am. Gestures of hers become mine almost without her permission. It's scary and funny at the same time. She and I are connected in ways that I only partly understand. I have another mother. She is the aunt who welcomed me every summer from the time I was eight onward. At first, I came for only a few weeks to her house in the country. However, by high school, I would arrive the day after school ended and leave the day before it started up again. Later, her home was where I landed when my heart was broken and I needed a safe place to mend. She taught me that graciousness makes life a little easier and more beautiful and that life's simpler pleasures can be sublime. Though I don't have her body or her gestures, she was and is no less a mother to me. Another mother is the aunt who took me in for six months when my family was in transition. In this aunt's world, life was a show and we were living on centre stage. In her company, I learned that each day can be quite grand with just a little effort and a dose of wild abandon. In the sense that she has loved me and shaped me, I'm her child too. There were others still. There was the woman who made my ordination stole for me. She embroidered it with a chalice, although she isn't Unitarian, and butterflies as a symbol of the Holy Spirit. And she sewed a secret pocket in the back for my lipstick and my tissues. This woman is an Episcopalian priest. She waited a long time for her denomination to recognise her right as a woman to be ordained. She reminds me of many things, not least of which is the privilege of ministry. She too has been a mother to me. At times, growing up, I used to wonder how my mother could share her birthright so easily, sending me willingly to this woman or that. My mother used to say, you can never have too many mothers. I'm beginning to see the wisdom of her words. In the reflected light of all the women to whom she sent me, I was allowed to mould the vision of myself. Indeed, for all of us, it is in the company of such women that we find our sense of who we are as women and who we might yet become. There can, therefore, never be too many of such women in our lives. My Many Mothers by Vanessa Rush Southern We've now come to a time of meditation. I'm going to offer just a few words for reflection by Leah Ongiri. This will be followed by a few minutes of shared stillness, during which we'll have our virtual chalice candle on screen. This silence will end with a song from Marilisa. So let's each do what we need to do to get comfortable. Adjust your position if you need to. 
Perhaps put your feet flat on the floor to ground and steady yourself. You might like to close your eyes. As we always say, these words, images and music are just an offering. Feel free to meditate in your own way. This Mother's Day, let us acknowledge how beautiful and complex it can be to mother and be mothered. To those who have mothered, we thank you. To those who rejoice in the work, the role, the presence of mothering, and mothers, we celebrate with you. To those who are in the thick of parenting children of any age, we appreciate you. To those who experience loss through infertility, abortion, miscarriage, adoption, running away or estrangement. We mourn with you. To those who have lost their mothers or never knew their mothers, we grieve with you. To those who have endured abuse at the hands of their mothers, we see you. To those who experience pain at the marking of this day, we witness you. To those who are single mums, Grandmas, stepmums, foster mums, adoptive mums, mentor mums, and spiritual mothers. We need you. And to those who are pregnant with new life this day, both expected and surprising, we anticipate with you. As we move now into a time of silence, may we reflect with gratitude on all those of any gender who nurture and care. Let us honour the wide spectrum of mothering that happens in our lives and in our communities.
as I lay you gently down to sleep, I hear my mother's voice lilting to me. Unexpected child was I upon a young girl. Through her tears she sang me farewell. Come sing a song for the mothers who held you in their arms when you were a child, who sacrificed their dreams for ours, taught us to fly, soothing our fears with her lullaby. Wrapped up in mother's crochet shawl, I crossed a faraway sea to a world turned around. New hands a bottle, kind eyes and a strange lullaby. My new mother answered my cries. Come sing a song for the mothers who held you in their arms when you were a child. Who sacrificed their dreams for ours, taught us to fly, soothing our fears with sweet lullaby. Time like the tide she ebbs and flows And in my arms I cradle a child of my own Her eyes the forest green Whilst mine are cornflower blue, perhaps they're a keepsake from you. Come sing a song for the mothers who held you when you were a child who sacrificed their dreams for 
for us, taught us to fly, soothing our fears with a lullaby, soothing our fears with sweet lullaby. My mother was in her early 20s when Germany invaded Belgium. She lived with her mother and sister, having been abandoned by her father. They were hungry and poor and survived by sewing clothes for well-to-do people. Like today's Ukrainians, they had to flee from the invaders who were bombing their country. I sometimes imagine her bent over her sewing machine from dawn to dusk in the shadow of her dreams or fleeing on a horse-drawn cart, peering at the menacing sky. After a long dangerous journey, they reached the Pyrenees where they were welcomed with open arms by the inhabitants I found an old black and white photo of her taken by my father when she was in her 20s. And this prompted me to write a poem in her honor. On our garden bench, poised ladylike, she sits, slim legs crossed, dreams neatly folded in her tired hands. The sun cajoles her beehive hair. She looks straight at him, apprehensive, unaware of her beauty. In her, the scars of abandonment, war, horror, malnutrition, sewing trench coats for the rich, for a pound of butter. Beneath the quiet posture, the long dangerous flight south under the silent V2 rockets still haunts her, her dreams. Four children later, clouds have come and gone. He is her silver lining, her dreamt of love. A story I can only see in black and white. Yet, I know those eyes, my eyes. I know that long neck, my long neck. I know those hands, my hands. Lately, my ears have grown longer, a casualty of old age, they say. Hers remained dainty. She died, age 53.
Today marks the first day for, today marks the first year in the whole of my adult life that I have not sent a Mother's Day card. And those who know me well, I'm sure would say that the decision not to send a card would not be one I've taken lightly, especially given how much enjoyment I receive from carefully selecting and sending cards for all occasions. You see, I have in the last year become estranged from my own biological mother, which was something I feared would happen when I decided to slip the ropes to my narrowboat to fulfil a long-awaited dream. Upon me leaving, despite me making regular contact, my mother contacted me less and less, and then she just stopped contacting me. There was no huge row or showdown, although as I reflect with honesty upon my childhood and adult years, this has probably been a long time coming, following a relationship that I would describe at its best being unhealthy and at worst abusive. It's fair to say that over many years there have been a succession of self-created dramas in my mother's life, which more often than not have sadly included the mistreatment of others. Being a dumping ground for another's baggage is both tiresome and boring, and despite me trying to put healthy boundaries in place, one never wins with someone who does not have the ability to look and take responsibility for their own behaviour. As the day and weeks passed by, I was presented with a choice, either to re-establish contact or do nothing, the latter which would probably mean the end of the relationship. I decided upon the latter, as to be perfectly honest with you, I had run out of steam for any more drama and game playing. Whilst this is a sad set of circumstances which comes with it a fair amount of stigma, taboo and fear of judgement by the other, for me, it was the healthier of two options. As I stopped being the enabler and chose to put my own mental health and emotional well-being above, above that of my mother's. According to the charity Standalone, who support people who are estranged from key members of their family, from a survey conducted in 2015, estrangement from one's mother is far more common than what many think, with over, over half of those taking part sharing that they were in some way estranged from their own biological mother. Author and psychologist Bethany Webster speaks often about the difficult mother-daughter relationship in her book, Discovering the Inner Mother, a guide to healing the mother wound and claiming your personal power. She says, in a world where women are predominantly expected to stay silent, to cater to the needs of others, and where the darker side of mothers is not acknowledged, the experience of estrangement can be an initiation into a new level of awareness that many people never get the opportunity to experience. Estranged daughters are finding each other, creating a new mother line, a connection of authenticity 
realness and truth in each other that supports the arising consciousness in us all. As I continue my own journey towards healing the mother wound within, I am learning through self-compassion and kindness to become my own mother, whilst attending to my own emotional, mental and spiritual needs. In the last 10 months, I've taken a great deal of comfort from the words of a poem titled Mother by the mystic poet Shelen Harkin. For those of you here this morning who, for whatever reason and in whatever way, have or are struggling with the relationship with your own mother, may you too draw hope, comfort and strength from these words. Mother. Expand the word mother. Let it encompass the hills the morning, that which feeds you. Mother is much too big a word for one person alone to hold. Take it off her shoulders, hand it to community, warm baths, anything that soothes and restores. Healing is learning to know where to find the mother in her myriad of forms whenever you need her. And so it is. Thanks so much, Emily and Marianne. And thanks to Janine for giving our meditation today. We're moving towards the end of this service on our many mothers, but we do have a little time now, about five minutes or so, maybe a little longer, for a simple ritual to honour some of those many people who have mothered us. The invitation is simply to name them, perhaps hold up an image or a memento for us to see and say a single sentence to honour them in a way that feels right to you. Just one sentence per mother, if you can. I know that might be hard. We can always continue the conversation after the service. If there are a lot of us who want to share, I will let the service run a little over time because I don't want to prevent anyone joining in. But let's try and keep each contribution uh, tidy. If you want to honour more than one mother, that's OK, though. Um, as we said earlier, the service is being recorded, so this will be kept in the recording unless you contact me straight after the service to let me know that you want it to be edited out. And if you do want to speak, I'm going to encourage you to put your hand up and then I'll call on you and spotlight you so that you can go full screen and we get a good look at any photos or mementos that you show. So I'm going to get us started with two of my many mothers. There's, uh, there's Mary who supported and encouraged and accompanied me in so many ways. And Patricia, who was one of my church mothers, pivotal in getting me more deeply into Unitarianism, without whom I wouldn't be doing this today. So if you'd like me to call on you, please do put your hand up. Sorry, I'm still trying to get used to all this technology. Can you hear me now? Can. Yeah, I'm fantastic. Right. Um, I'd like to um, honour my late mother. Uh, my late mother was French and my dad, as I said, uh, passed away a couple of years ago. He was Irish. The relationship wasn't easy. But what I remember from my mother was history because all their family were caught up in the Second World War abroad. They, they were interned by the Japanese and they lived the horrors 
of the bombings of Hiroshima bombings. So with all that in mind with what's happening at, at the moment, um, that history is very much in, is with me. Um, she was, had a lot of faith. She was Catholic and always had this next to her bed. <laughs> um, I could have shown a picture, but I thought this was far more important. Um, and so she, she died at 63 very suddenly. Um, and then I just want to say a brief word about my stepmom. I know I'm overlapping the one sentence. Um, she stood in for my mother after her death um, from the age of 30 till now. My stepmom is still alive and uh, she's a remarkable woman. Um, and so I'm, I wanted to honour her as well. Thank you. Thanks, Michelle. Um, this is photo. It, I think the thing on my mother Lily, who died twenty six years ago this month. Thanks, Liz. Hi, yeah, I would like to honour um, my aunties, my auntie Norma and my auntie Linda, who are my mother's sisters, who have taken over, um, kind of taken over a lot of mothering of me since I became estranged from my mother, not by my choice, I would add. Thanks, Karen. I've got a little bunny here um, that I just grabbed earlier. It's a little gift my sister gave me and who reminded me this morning when I shared um, the poem by Jelen Harkin, um, my sister reminded me that mothers can be found in sisters too. So I just wanted to share that with you all this morning. Thanks, Emily. Um, this is a photograph, oh dear, upside down, of my parents, my mother with my father, her husband, in the 1950s under the Eiffel Tower, um, before she was my mother, and I'm so pleased for her that she had a happy marriage and a good life before she died when I was seven. Thank you, Carolyn. Um, yeah, good morning. Um, I would I would like to honor my mother, who's called Angela. Um, she was a refugee. She was a baby when um, the second world the Second World War broke out in Germany, and she's dedicated a lot of her life, and she was younger, to working to help ref refugees and people in trouble and need. And so, I'd like to honor my mother today. Thank you. Thanks, Maya. Is there anybody else that would like to speak before I offer some words to round it up? Thank you for sharing and for honoring those mother figures. Just got one more short reading to close this ritual. 
it's by Maureen Caloran and it's called Let Us Tell Stories of Mothers. Let us tell the stories of mothers, stories that could be true. Let us tell of warm mothers, soft and round, likely to be found with flour on their nose and always ready to pour you a glass of milk to go with the biscuits on your plate. These mothers are perhaps increasingly rare. Let us tell of mothers who are like bubbles of champagne. They surprise your senses, leave you giggly, but when you least expect it, they erupt with an unexpected pop. Stories that could be true. Then there are grouchy mothers, stressed mothers, exhausted mothers, faces lined with worry and spirits tired and grey. Other mothers are wise and reliable, not prone to many words or to a lot of noise. But you know that when you need them, they'll be there. Let us tell of fierce mothers, the ones who love you even when you're wrong. Let us tell also of absent mothers, whose memory shimmers at the edges of your heart. Let us tell of distant mothers, cruel mothers, loving mothers, giving mothers, walk away mothers, save the world mothers, all too busy mothers. Mothers you cry because you lost them, mothers who make you cry because you can't. Stories that could be true. May we hold in our hearts the mother we've known, the mothers who've loved us, the mothers who've tried. May we forgive the mothers who didn't get it right if we can. And may we try to release the knots of disappointment, of anger, of grief and pain. And may we hold in our hearts the truth that mothering, nurturing, caring, that is a task that belongs to us all. Amen. Time for one more hymn now to close. Another one sung by the Unitarian Music Society. Let us give thanks and praise. I encourage you to sing along with the uplifting words at home if you can.
just a few brief announcements now. Thanks again to Marianne and Emily for their reflections. Thanks to Janine for our meditation and Marilisa for lovely music today. We will have virtual coffee time after the service as usual if you'd like to stay and chat. And if that's not your thing, please do feel free to get in touch by another method or come to some of our other events during the week. If you can bear to hang around, we'd like to take a group photo after the closing music. Our online programme continues. We have coffee morning at half ten on Tuesday as usual. And there are still a few spaces left for our heart and soul spiritual gatherings. That's tonight and Friday at seven o'clock on the theme of spring. Uh, even if you've not been before, it's never too late to start. This congregation very much has a life beyond Sunday mornings, so we encourage you to look out for each other and keep in touch as you can. We'll be back on Zoom next week at 10.30 and our next in-person gathering will be on Easter Sunday. We've just got our closing words and closing music now, so I invite you to select gallery view at this point so we can get a sense of our gathered community as we close. We leave this gathered community, but we don't leave our connection, our concerns, our care for each other, our service to each other and the world and to the promptings of our faith. It carries on. So until we're together again, friends, be strong, be well, be true, be loving and nurture goodness wherever you go. May it be so for the greater good of all. Amen. Amo soltanto felice perché ritorno da te La mia canzone ti dice che è il più bel giorno per me Mamma soltanto felice viver lontano per te Solo per te la mia canzone vola, mamma, sarai con me, tu non sarai più sola. Quanto ti voglio bene, queste parole d'amore, che ti sospira il mio cuore, forse non si usano più. La canzone mai più bella sei tu, sei tu la vita e per la vita non ti lascio mai più. Sento la mano tua stanca, cerca i miei riccioli d'or, sento e la voce ti manca, la nina nana da Oggi la testa tua bianca, io voglio stringere al cuore. Mamma, solo per te la mia canzone vola. Mamma, sarai con me, tu non sarai più sola. Quanto ti voglio bene, queste parole d'amore. Se ti sospira il mio cuore, forse non s'usano più, mamma, ma la canzone mai più bella sei tu, sei tu la vita e per la vita non ti lascio mai più.